You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> no. That's on microphone as well, actually, and I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it on there because I think that pretty much sums up where your head's at in terms uh, of picking a side for uh, for this. Right. Part two of the, part two of the Attack and Scrum podcast. As you can probably gather by this, we're gonna start by having a look at which teams we would select for the <laughs> for the upcoming Japan game. And judging by Dan's constant wrangling with his own head it's probably a bit easy you know we often say we're sat here dreaming because yeah. it's, it's not a it's not as easy as it looks being a, an international coach I think judging by that it's probably not is it if you can't even pick a fictional side to to play so much to so much to and froing with it <laughs> well we're going to start we're going to start with that in uh, in just a moment's time we're also going to have a look at some of the other news from this week as well including some potential changes to the residency law when it comes to international rugby. Also, some Welsh heroes being inducted into the World Rugby Hall of Fame, a review of the Premiership and how that's kind of shaping up. And finally, we'll finish on a look at some of the transfer news as well. Uh, and also a new feature this week as well, which Ooh. is, yeah, yeah, which is one I owe to my mate Colin, who I visited over the weekend, Colin the Farmer. Name. Yeah, strong. That's not. That's not his surname. But it's, uh, Colin Farmer. Colin Farmer. It would be. <laughs> you know, it would be perfect if it was. But Colin the Farmer suggested us creating a little feature called "Wish He Was Welsh," which I think is great. I love so it. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. And it kind of rolls off the tongue quite nicely as well. So we'll be uh, we'll be having a crack at that as well. Even more dreaming. Even more dreaming. Yeah, exactly. But at least we're open about that. Absolutely. Like, rather than you know, sat here pretending to be experts like we are, and in actual fact. We're just a pair of dreamers. Starting with a, uh, a preview ahead of Japan, then. So, are you excited by this one? Very excited. Is that just because you're going? 
does make it more exciting, doesn't it, it when does, you go yeah, in? Yeah. Um, yeah, can't wait to, uh, to get on the drive down. Bit of stereophonics, Mannix, Catatonia. That's it, yeah, the... The, uh, and Tom Jones. I always have Tom Jones on coming over the bridge. Yeah, green, green yeah. grass home. Yeah. yeah, belting it out. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Windows down. Um, yeah, I'm excited because I'm going, but also um, excited to see what team we put out. All right, yeah, well, I think that'll be, and obviously depending on when you listen to this, the, the team may well have been published, but we thought it would be very much worth us picking our sides as well, as if anyone is interested by it. But... I hope they will be. I'm going to start with, and rather than you, you threw me yeah. last week, but and, I'm like, oh, starting at 10. I was going to say, we've got, oh, we've, we've got, yeah. You're not going to do it again, are you, by starting some random position just to, just to well, throw I was me off? I was going to, oh, but... Um, Try me. Yeah, why, why, why break it? Well, I don't know. I just think, you know, when, you, when you're naming a side, it's traditional to either start with the All forwards right. or start with the fullback. But I'll go, I'll, I'll go back then. I'll start at one. All right, yeah, cool. That, that makes it a lot. As long as I can switch next week back to ten. Right. One. Go on. Nicky Smith. Likewise. Good point. I thought he went well. He went really well, didn't he? I've been pleased. Yeah. 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 He's, um, yeah, that scrum on the 70th minute. Just the 70th, was it? Just the 70th. Spot on showed that um, he's he's a a dangerous scrummager now as well, isn't he? Well, scrum went Um, well. Hopefully they they can continue this. Yeah. It was a big, big penalty we won there. So, yeah, Nicky Smith, he's looked sharp. Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. I've Sa- got Ken Owens, by the way. Have you? Yeah. No, I'd, re- I'd rest him. Samson Lee? I've gone for Samson Lee as well. Okay. I think I, I'm just wary of making wholesale changes. And I think Ken Owens, while he took a massive knock, providing he's fit, and obviously we don't have the, we don't have the access to the, to the camp and we don't have any moles in there telling us... Uh, Who's going to be fit and who's not? Not at this stage, anyway. I don't think. I don't think we lose. We lose anything with uh, with Baldwin. No, you don't. I'm just thinking that's, um, a, that's a brand new front row, then, isn't it? Mm. So I'd just be just for continuity's sake. I want to keep a few players in okay. there, and I would keep Owens in because he had a shocker against Australia. He went much better against Argentina, and part of a you know good line out function as well. So I, I would very much. Uh, I don't know, it's maybe it's a little harsh on Baldwin. It's a, it's a tight call, but I'd keep yeah. Ken Owens in there. Okay, okay. Yeah. I can see where you've done that. Um, for Alan Wynne Jones. Okay. You? Or well, we going I've got him at five, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's essentially the same thing, isn't it? But um, yeah, so Alan Wynne Jones, obviously. Uh, Charteris. Okay. I've given Charteris a rest, and I'm going for Corey Hill. For you? Yeah, I think he's done all right in the. Uh, you know the, the kind of limited games minutes, yeah. he's had, and I'd like to see him have a have a crack at it because it just gives you more options then, doesn't it? When you you kind of get to see how they put up with the acid test of of international. Yeah, I I'd be wary of uh, changing the second row partnership because the two boys could do with a bit more game time. I feel Alan Jones. I think I mean just offers you so much in there. He's such a, a stable kind of dependable, talismanic figure, I'd keep him in there, but I think you can alternate who he's with because it tends to be whoever he's playing with plays much better mm. anyway. So yeah. I think it's a good opportunity to give Hill a go. And I think, again, if you're going to have a side where maybe you're not going to have as much front five clout, it's going to be Japan. So I think it'd be a decent opportunity to, to give him a good run out. Okay. Back row? 
back row, Warburton at six. Agreed. Tipperick at seven. Agreed. And Moriarty at eight. Keep that back row. Yeah, I think so. The uh, rumours that Toby might be fit for the final game. Yeah, I wouldn't. Released this weekend, but I think we need to have a look at uh, this and that. That back row seems to have a good balance to me. Yeah, they did. We need to keep them playing together. Um, they weren't perfect, but they did. They did. They did play well. Yeah, um, no, and I wouldn't so. bring I wouldn't bring Falatel back in even if he's not even, even for if, South Africa. No? no, I wouldn't. To be honest, even if he could play, I just don't think there's any point risking him. And it's nice to see another another combination. Um, and Moriarty is not Falatel. He's got a long, long way to go, um, but he's making he's making some 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 good hard yards um, in that respect at number eight, isn't he? Yeah, he's developed, he is. really developing his game. If um, everyone's fully fit, sub kind of sub question here. If everyone's fully fit, so going into Six Nations, who's going to make that? You know, so who's going to make that back row for you if Warburton, Tipperick, Lydia, Moriarty, and Falatel are all fit? Who would make the back row then? Falatau eight. Yeah. Moriarty at six. Oh yeah. 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 And depending on who we're playing against, okay. I would alternate Tipperick and uh, Warburton. Horses for courses, yeah. I just think we can we can play them again. We can mix it up depending on who we're playing. I don't okay. think we need to play the same. Um, we need to have a fixed back row. Okay. We play it to you know, use it to our advantage. Fair enough. Well, that's a, that's one for for the long term anyway. But if Moriarty carries on playing the way he is, then he's going to be a regular fixture in that back yeah. row, either at six or eight, isn't he? I think. Yeah, but he's no Falato for me. He's no, he's not, and he's a different he's a different player, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, but he's gone. You know, he's gone pretty well so far at eight. So. It's just such a specialist position, isn't it? And to think that he's. He's doing, you know, he's 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 holding his own. He's doing a good job. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's been he's been fantastic. Okay. Into Nine. Um, change to Gareth Davis. Agreed. Um, ten. That's the big one. Yep. Sam Davis. Yep. Yep. I just think I think this is the opportunity to do it, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's got to be. I, I think he he should have been on the bench for Saturday's game. Where we where we were struggling to put chances away. I'd have bought. I know it was a tight game, but either you believe the players are good enough and you bring them on. Yeah. But, you know, to not have them in the I know, yeah, I was disappointed by that. It's a bit um, frustrating. I was, with having Sam Davis at 10, I was torn a little because you obviously want to build momentum as well going into the South Africa game. So I was half thinking, do I put in Dan Bigger to see, um, to give him more game time with Scott and Jonathan again because they weren't yeah. we've discussed it in the first part they weren't that cohesive um, we didn't we didn't look we didn't look razor, you know, anything but razor sharp and so I was when he's going to dance obviously going to start against uh, against South Africa irrespective of what Sam Davis does I feel so I was wondering whether or not uh, whether or not to play him but I'd be going against what I think yeah. so well yeah if I was if I was head coach Sam Davis would be starting yeah, I think it'd be. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good opportunity to to do it and give him give him that give him that game time and, and show what he's what he's capable yeah. of doing. Yeah, he gets my he gets my vote. Okay, um, eleven. Yep, Giles. I go for Giles as well. Oh, yeah, we're in agreement. Scott Williams. No, oh, you can't just leave it like that on Keelan Giles. If you're thrusting an eighteen-year-old into the into the. We've just got to let him. We've just got to glide over it now, haven't we? 
Um, it, may, it would make headlines if he does. You know, it's some kind of indication in the press today that he may make the lineup. Yeah, I think he has to now. But if really? he's, again, if he's in the squad, this is the opportunity yeah, he's not, to he's give not, him a run out, isn't it? Yeah. Give him a give him some game time. He's got a good. Um, he's got. He seems to have a good all round rugby brain on him. He's not just. He's not just quick. Um, no, he's, he's more than that. Defensively, he looks sharp as well. Which um, we, big step up though. I mean, again, yeah. maybe Japan won't be the biggest step up, but it is a big step up to to international rugby. It is a big step, but he's playing well. Full of confidence, throw him in there. See how he, yeah, see I how think he, so. See how he goes. Let's just get the first cap out of the way. And then he can, we can start viewing him as an international when he can go back to the Ospreys, concentrate on playing more for them. If he plays unbelievably well, does he start against South Africa? I don't think he does, actually. Unless he, it, he, has a, he has a hat-trick. He's absolutely dynamite. He may get into the, the 23, but it's a hard... Considering how much we've already said that Harry needs to win that game, I'd be mm. surprised if he was as bold to do that. don't know. Beautiful problem to have. Lovely, yeah. Let's hope he does get three. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's hope he plays. Yeah. Who's on the other flank? Who's on the other um, wing? The other wing is half penny. Okay. For me. Yep. Um, going back to 12, Scott Williams. Okay, right, we're doing it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh. He's trying to throw me. Trying to. Trying to, make me stutter, trying to st- make me stutter like last week when yeah. I, uh, I got stuck on um, who your centres. Um, was that James Davis in the centre of you? Or just it, James? There was, there was just, it was just James for about James. three weeks. James, James, James. Like Pele. James. Just James, yeah. Uh, uh, Jonathan. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jonathan Davis, 13. Halfpenny, 14. Yeah. Okay. Am I going to let... Yeah, I'm not go, on you, then, I'm not go on, go on. Go on, get f- 15, Liam Williams. Okay. I've got yes, it's pretty similar. I've gone. Are you looking at mine? No, I'm not no. because I've I picked north. What? I've picked north on the right flank. Why? Because I think he needs. He seems like he needs a bit of confidence again in a red shirt. I think he needs to. He needs to get over the whitewash a bit. I think it's a good chance for him to. Just you know, he had such a hanger against Australia. He tried. You know, you could see he was. There was a visible mm. determination that he wanted to kind of almost force things against Argentina, and I think he just needs a bit more game time. So I'd I'd have him. It's talk of him there. possibly being released, isn't there? Back to back to his club. Yeah, there is. Um, if that's the case, I mean, that could well be the case. That's not why he's not made my team. I just think defensively he's been so poor. For do you think he was better this weekend? Um, oh, he's obviously better because he, he couldn't win anyway. Yeah, but. he was better. They didn't they didn't expose him as much. Um, but just air, he's, he's he's not he's not great in the air at all. He's um, makes the wrong decisions time and time again. Do you think? Yeah, I do, I, see, I, I don't I don't buy into this. He's a weak he, defender, and I his tackling is, is 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 so is is, is so substantial. It's below par. Um, I think he's he needs yeah. He's, I think he's been pretty poor. I've, yeah, I, I mean, he has been. He was very, very poor against Australia. I thought he was much better against Argentina. Hence, why I'd like to see him get in this, you know, play on and see if he gets some, get some form. Yeah. And then Liam at fullback. You got Liam at fullback as yeah. well. Yeah, I think okay. he should be a fullback, shouldn't he? He is a fullback. I, there seems to be this this school of thought that playing him on the wing gives him more freedom. But for me, I want him at fifteen where he can influence the game more. Yeah, I don't quite understand that. Uh... Playing, playing, playing on the wing, he gets more. Free. Yeah, he's um, the way he attacks. Obviously, you, you put him anywhere, he'll you probably put him at ten. He'd probably run through. Yeah. He'd run through the line. He's, he'd, he'd knock over a lorry, wouldn't he? But he's yeah, fifteen, and that's that's a really exciting then um, back line, isn't it? With 
Liam 15, Sam Davis at 10, the two boys in the centre. Yeah. Uh, two Scarlet boys. I think, yeah, they need game time together as well. I know they they obviously yeah. play together at club level, but even then, Hadley Parks is in a, that yeah. side, isn't he? So I think, yeah, you, for me, you, you keep those two. I'd love stage. to see that. I'd love to see that back line. It would be really, really exciting. I would. Um, so let's, let's, yeah, everything, everything crossed. Do you think he's going to pick it? I've got a feeling that that, that could well happen. Um but I'm wondering whether or not he'll play Dan Bigger at ten. I think he might. Um, bec- and 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 have Keelan Giles in there, and Liam. At f- and the thing is, I don't know whether he put whether he play Liam at. Uh, he wouldn't play Liam at fifteen, would he? Why would I he do that? Um, I think he's. Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if they did. They seem to see Halfpenny as the fullback. And, yeah. And Liam as the winger. So he'll probably keep the same back line. Um, but but just change but put Keelan in. That might be his one. That might be his one change. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's going to start Giles. I think he'll have Giles on the bench. Do you? Yeah. I think you put him in there and get the public on side. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, what, about the, what about the bench then? Just to quickly touch on that. Bench. Yeah, hopefully, I'll do better than I did last week. It was probably uh, about half an hour's pause, isn't it? What's that? <laughs> last week's last week's oh, attempt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. You, you yeah. just you just left me there. Well. I, I figured you'd come prepared to this kind of, no, this I was, kind of podcast. No, I was, I was off the cuff. What do you think this is? Um, so, uh, Daisy. Yeah, I've got Daisy as well, actually. Yeah. Um, Tom Francis. Yeah, I've got Tom Francis. Jake Ball. If. You don't want to get another prop? Not yet, no. <laughs> Not yet? What's, no. what's going on here? Jake Ball. All right, yeah, I've got Jake Ball as well. King. Yeah, I've actually put Baker slash King because I couldn't make my mind up. I did have Baker, but he's got a line through. Um, actually, King no, hasn't done anything wrong. I'm going to go Baker. Are you? Yeah. Just to be different. Well, kind of to be different, but again, in the spirit of exploring options, the only reason I was edging towards King was because he covers four, five, six, seven, eight to some degree. I think Baker is very much an eight. Yeah. If Warburton goes off injured... You slot Moriarty to six. If Tipperick goes off injured, you slot Warburton to seven, and Moriarty to six. So I think there's there's ways around, there's ways around it. So yeah, I'm going to give Baker a, a shot at that. Okay. Yeah, no, I can see why you've done that. I just don't think King's done anything wrong. Um, yeah, he also kind of hasn't done anything right for me. I I like him. I think he's a decent six. Yeah, it's good, good, good skill set, though, isn't he? Yeah, I, I just I wonder whether with this kind of Rugby, we want to be playing. Whether we need to have a, a look at some more personnel, I, I see King's a kind of handy squad player. To be honest, I think he's got a lot to offer, King. But um, we, just haven't, we haven't seen it in the red shirt yet. Um, Reserve scrum half, Lloyd Williams. Okay, up in the tempo off the bench here. Absolutely. Uh, I've gone for Thomas Williams actually. Oh. Yeah, two off the tempo off the bench. Uh, I like him. I think he's good. I'd, and I'd be happy with Thomas Williams here as well, but I, ju- I just think, I think, both, I think both players are very well matched. Mm. Actually, they're they're two good players. They're two good foils for each other at, at the Blues, and I think it'd be a good opportunity to see uh, to see him and how he how he kind of gets on. So that means you're going uh, you're going Anscombe then as well, are you? Again, I had Anscombe slash bigger, but I'm not going to put that bigger on the bench. I've got Dan Bigger slash Anscombe as well. Um, Who are you going for? 
I'm going to go with Bigger because I think he needs some more game time with the chaps as well. Yeah. But I would like to see how Anscombe goes, but I let's keep Bigger. He played well. I've just, yeah, I've decided I'm going to um, Bigger because I think this, for me, would be the future as Bigger and Sam Davis being your two tens. Mm. And then you have, again, possibly a bit like you said, you know, horses for courses argument where some games it'll suit Dan Bigger more than it'll suit Sam Davis. Yeah. So that yeah, they could be in, they, yeah, they could, could be, be a nice partnership there, or or, or or just actually vying for vying for the same position. So, I would go for I would go for those two, and then my outside back on the bench is Halfpenny. It's Halfpenny. Okay, I've gone for North on the bench. Yeah. Uh, to make some impact coming on. Okay. Yeah, I've just got Halfpenny on his cover to be honest. I think yeah. So if you know if you need if you need to bring him on, safe dependable covers. Wing and fullback, so but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that gets on. You, any any desire to pick a a reserve loose head prop? I would. I'm going to stick Geffen on the bench. Yeah, t- he's um, he looked pretty beaten up though, didn't he after the game? Yeah, he doesn't um, necessarily have to bring him on. He probably does need a rest, actually. To be fair, yeah. I'd Scott Andrews, uh, yeah, no, let's go with Gethin and um, just have him on the bench just to shore things up, just in case. Fair well, I mean, either way, that'd be there'd be some uh, be an exciting backline. I think if uh, if that gets out in a decent set of forwards, so we'll see if uh, how our predictions fare up to uh, uh, to Rob Haley's. What are you but, thinking on scoreline? Scoreline. How many by how many? And to who? It's as simple as that, is it? Oh, okay, and to who? Well, you're, gonna, you're going with the Welsh win, aren't you? I am going with the Welsh win. I think Wales will win by 15. 15, I'm going Wales to win by 18. 18, yeah. I don't think it's, it's going to be a route. I think, depending on the side he picks, there'll be enough there to to move them forward and to get, yeah, to, to, to Providing he does pick a, a back line vaguely similar to what mm. we've done, I think there'll be enough opportunities for them to. For he's got to pick what he's got to pick our back line. Yeah, you wonder, though, don't you? I always wonder with him whether there's a more boring option he can pick, but we'll, uh, we'll see exactly how that goes. But no, I do think we'll win, and I reckon, yeah, round about, round about fourteen, fifteen yeah. points. Be a good crowd in there as well. Well, there? that's the exciting thing, actually, is. It's good to see that there have been some concessions to price and it's pretty affordable. I think it's down, it's down to price, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 20 quid a ticket. Yeah. You know, that makes much more sense to people. It makes much more sense to me to have it packed out. The, the atmosphere, I, did, I wasn't there on Saturday, but the atmosphere for the Australian game is dire. And you notice when it's not, when it's not full. Mm. You know, like we said before, it's always a bit of a a bit of a, a disheartener when you see the big giant flag out because you know that it's not going to be a, a bumper crowd. Yeah, it's had a lot of time out, isn't it? The it has, it's yeah. just there, there yeah, every week. But uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be a really, a really big positive, I think, just to, to be playing in front of a full stadium. And I think, to be honest, they've got to have a look at doing that on a more regular basis because it's not a, it's not conducive to to a healthy environment yeah. if you've got so many empty They'll know there. though, won't they, the if they sell, you know, if they sell 55,000 or 50,000 at the higher value, um, yeah, well, we is said, it then... 
We've said this before, though. That I know, I don't agree with you. You can make it up to yeah. make up that yeah. with you know, booze and hot dogs and everything else that's in the stadium. You know, you, you generally will benefit from having a, a large crowd within mm. there. And just, you know, it's such a massive gulf, though, between... Twenty pounds, which is massively affordable, very very reasonable. Yes, twenty is lowest, isn't it? Thirty five, yeah. thirty five being the most, yeah, most expensive. I think. Yeah, I think so. But you know, to go to the what the prices are for for the Australia game. You know, yeah. If you, if you want to go and see a couple of games across yeah. the autumn, it's yeah. You can't afford to go to all of them. It shows it shows that yeah you can't yeah it shows that the appetite's there, doesn't it? If the pricing is uh, yeah is a little the, more reasonable. Like we said, the, the pricing of the market is right. Yeah. Then it's not like anybody anybody. I'm going to the the Japan game. It's down to cost. Um, I wouldn't choose to go and watch that game over, you know, over the Argentina game or the uh, Argentinian game or the Australia game. But it's you know, when you see a ticket at twenty pounds, so I'll, I'll I'll have a look at that. I would now. I'd, I'd chuck my uh, I'd have a gamble on it because it can't be any worse than the Australia game. So uh, yeah, but no, I, I think that will make a big difference and it will be it'll be a noticeable improvement in terms of atmosphere and and hopefully that will have a knock on effect to the players as well. Yeah, and it'll, well, and hopefully we'll we'll sell some more tickets as well for the South Africa game. Yeah, fingers crossed. And then go back in the grassroots. Having a look elsewhere from this weekend, and this is the uh, the aforementioned "Wish You Was Welsh" feature, which is a pretty simple premise, really. It's having. Can you explain it, please. I can explain it, of course. We have a look at one player. You get to choose one player each mm-hmm. from. Any other nationality that you wish was Welsh, just for a one-off basis. Based Any on what you anywhere. Saw. Yeah, anyway, you know, whether that be the other internationals that you've seen over the weekend or you've seen some ridiculously obscure, I don't know, maybe there's a player you saw while playing for the Vets over the, over the weekend that you thought, <laughs> you know what, God, I wish he was Welsh. There was some pretty, uh, yeah, there's some pretty outrageous handoffs coming from uh, one of my pals, Jamie Bennett. Yeah. But, um, I won't, we won't bring him in yet. Okay, well, uh, again, I'll have to take your word for that I'll, yeah. on a scouting mission. Head down there. Who are your uh, Who are your candidates then? It's got to be with a name like this, Hugh Jones yeah. for Scotland. Yeah, it's, two it's tries. Always, it's hard to believe he's not, isn't it? Yeah, he had a great game, didn't he? Yeah, he looks the real deal, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks really razor sharp. Um, so yeah, him for me. Okay. Any other? Uh, anyone else get close? Um, Launchbury went well for England, yeah, he but he's good. but he's English, so I can't really <laughs> mention him. Um, I've gone down a similar route, actually. You, you, I felt you, you cannot put an English player in there. No, I know. This is why I, I was half tempted to pick Mako. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's acceptable. Yeah, I think it's acceptable. Of course, it is. You know, he's uh, you read his accent. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He sounds more Welsh than I do, doesn't he? he sounds more Welsh. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's proper, sort of full-on Welsh, isn't he? He is, and I do. I do you know. I think he's a massively improved player. Actually, he's having a blinding season. He's having yeah. a great season. Yeah, and. Again, kind of really maturing as a prop, and I think he'll uh, he'll potentially force his way into a uh, into a red jersey. Will be from the Lions. This is a bit random, but have you seen his ears? Uh, they're they're, they're, really. they're next time I have a little look at it. Okay. They are the shape on them are incredibly long. The base, the, the length of his head. Um, yeah. I'll keep just, just have a look. Yeah. That. Yeah. Not he's, uh, he does look. He does look quite old isn't he? He, does, like, he does yeah, yeah. for a bloke who's still in his 20s he's like he, a yeah yeah like you say he's a, he's a tough paper in that one I think I think they'd be struggling to lighten yeah, he was, it down he, 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 he was going uphill continuously wasn't he I was, I was going downhill I had the win that's it 
so no, he went very well. Uh, I also thought Scotland were Scotland were good, as we kind of mentioned earlier as well. And I just get I get really excited watching Stuart Hunt play. Yeah, he'd be the kind of player I'd love to have in our back in our back line. And, uh, and Johnny Gray was immense as well. Just got through yeah, he did loads it. and loads of work he was doing for Scotland. What Alan Jones was doing for us, really. So I'd be kind of happy with any of them, but you, I suppose. You, you can only have one. I can only have one. <laughs> that is correct. I I would go for I'd go for Stuart Hogg actually, just based on what we've said in the first half of needing more attacking flair. Yeah. He'd be the kind of player I'd love to see. Where would you put him? Where would you play him? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of this. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to play him for he is a, he's only a fullback, isn't he? He's not a winger. I don't I can't I, I can't have him in you, we can't have him in ahead of uh, Liam, can we? Right. Mighty Liam. Yeah, that is true. Got his sheer strength from those scaffolding days. Yeah, that's it. And then, yeah, God, he'd, some of those handoffs were outrageous. Right. Yeah. Uh, we took the winger on the outside, just palmed him off to the face. But yeah, I'd go, uh, I'd go Stuart Hogg for uh, for this week's. Okay, yeah, we could do with him, couldn't we? Oh well, yeah, I think it'd be a nice, it'd be a nice problem to have. That's one thing we actually haven't mentioned so far in seven episodes. That's the first mention of of players who might make the lines. So. I think everyone else is busy on this kind of, you know, you hear like Lions watch fever, don't mm. you? Where whenever you're in Lions season, it's like, oh, too early to talk about the Lions. Yeah. I think it is too early to talk about the Lions, but that's the first mention. So I'm just, I'm just, it's kind of just a little bit of mutual backslapping, the fact that we haven't resorted to Lions watch so far. So Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, all right, well done, actually. Yeah, good, good resolve on that front. All right, more news this week. And this, is, uh, this has happened today, actually, at the event we spoke about earlier. Um, which took place in London, the uh, the World Rugby Confex. I'm not entirely confex. sure what a confex is. You'd it's have a better like stab a, than I would. It's like a conference and an exhibition. That's, like I know, a hybrid. that's my guess, yeah, some kind of hybrid. But anyway, there's a, a, a line that some of the papers have run with today, particularly in Ireland, actually, that cause Bill Beaumont has mentioned that the residency rule may be under review. Now, this is something that I've been banging the drum about for a while because it does it does annoy me and I think it's creeping more and more into rugby that you can go out and farm players from elsewhere bring them in for three years as a project player and get them into the international side is that is that a, a review that you'll welcome? Yeah I did try to grab him this evening but um, he, he completely did. walked straight past me He walked past us with two stellars as well so he's obviously a <laughs> He's a big man isn't well, he? Yeah. Do you know they're both friendly? Have you seen his ears? <laughs> yeah I've seen his ears <laughs> Good ears aren't they? Yeah, yeah strong um, yeah, I think it, it should be should be reviewed. It needs to be taken up a bit, doesn't it? Um, I it doesn't sit quite right. We went over this, didn't we? Yeah, um, well, it, it's something that's annoying me for a while. You're very very angry about it, aren't you? I just I just do think it cheapens it cheapens the international game if yeah. you can have players that you know, if you're if you're actively going out and seeking players who are you know. South African or New Zealand second stringers to try and bring them in. That's going to be to the detriment of the grassroots game. And I know you need. Yeah, it's going on. It's going on all over. The, it's going on all over the shop, isn't it? Yeah, Masses it is. of that happening in Scotland. Um, yeah, well, it has been. Ireland, Ireland very Ireland, much had it as well. Ireland, yeah. Well, we we've been we've been guilty of it. Well, we almost started it really. What was Sinkinson and with Sinkinson and yeah. Howarth and yeah the likes. Newport then. Who's that? Uh, Howarth, Howarth was yeah. Didn't think you'd have a bad bit of set against him. Uh, I don't know, I was never that fussed about him to be honest. He played yeah. a 10 a lot for Newport. Yeah. 
He was a fullback. He? he was definitely a fullback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. Good that it's reviewed. I think they need to take it at what? What would you say? Five? How many years? Well, this is the thing, right? Is it's it's tricky. I don't want to get overly tubbed up in about this in some kind of post-Brexit fashion, right? But I just think it's three years does seem like a very short time because it, you know, you're on a three. You could be on a three-year contract for mm. a club. So you pitch up, play for three years. Okay, great. I'm fully fledged. Yeah, it's too short. International now. You know, you saw like players like Ricky Flutey came over to England, completed the residency rule, having already played for New Zealand Maori, and was then playing for the Lions. You know, within a year, then he buggered off to France to pick up a contract. So I'm all for players moving around and, and getting experience and stuff. And you know, who am I to say that you can't feel another nationality because you've moved somewhere and you've emigrated there with your family? It just feels a little too easy now. Mm. In order to that it's, it's becoming very easy for for unions to exploit this in order to try and a quick fix on there. Would you would you go beyond five years? Five seems like a like a much more reasonable number, doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Three is just too is not enough. Yeah, it just flies by, doesn't it? Three you know, years. So if you move somewhere when you're twenty and you can't play for the national side until you're twenty five, you've got to go through two contract cycles. Yeah, I think it feels like that's a much more. It's much it's harder decision, yeah, yeah. But I do wonder whether there would be loopholes within that as well. If you're out fetching players aged 14, 15, which is what goes on in New Zealand, you know, they yeah, they yeah. bring in a lot of players Absolutely, on a, yeah. you know grammar school scholarships from the from the islands, and you know who's to say whether that's whether that's right or wrong as well. It's quite it is quite a thorny issue because if you're taking someone who's got an opportunity to get a great education and. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I mean, if it is increased, they'll be wait. They'll they just bring you know, players we brought over earlier, won't they? Yeah. But, but I suppose that's not not so much. That's not really what they're looking at. Is it? It's bringing out. It's the short fix. You know, the, the picking up of someone and just very quickly in three years yeah. they can come in. So yeah, if they're com- if they're coming over at a, at a far younger age, but it's still the same. It's still the same. The, it's the same it is. Yeah. But then you know, if you go through your formative years living in a, a country. You could argue that the experience. Well, it, it's a prickly issue. That's You're purely being brought over, though, aren't you? For for yeah. to to you know to be to be brought into the into the system. Yeah, and that yeah, that's it. Does seem it does seem quite cynical. But either way, I don't think we've I mean, got the answer. Poor old to F- that. I mean, Fiji. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, who's going to be? When you think how well they do, it's astonishing, really. That every, you know, almost almost all their players are pinched if they don't. From, from answer, yeah, the day they're born. Yeah, they're born. Off you go. Born. You go. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, and again, it's not something we're going to have the we're going to have the answer to today. But I think we're both in agreement that a a review is uh, a review is welcome. Uh, from the same from the same conference or the same certainly the same gathering of uh, the great and, the great and the good of world rugby, uh, some Welsh players inducted into the World Rugby Hall of Fame as well, which I think is uh, which is a good touch and good honour for. The three that have been named, yeah. so Shane Williams, John Dawes, and, uh, and Arthur Monkey Gould, all into the uh, into the Hall of Fame, which I think is you know certainly certainly deserved. I've seen a huge amount of uh, of Arthur Gould, who predates me somewhat, but again, you know the the legacy that that the man has left and, and his record kind of really speaks really speaks for himself. And obviously, he bought so uh, that makes a big difference. <laughs> um, yeah. But again, the other, the other two, it's almost hard to believe that, that that John Dawes hasn't already been given the nod, hasn't he? 
think you would have expected him to uh, yeah, have already been in there for his impact as a, yeah. as a as a player, but particularly as a coach. Yeah, yeah. You know, such an influential figure. Yeah, it's about time then, really, isn't it? Yeah, and what he did for the, uh, you know, for the for the glory years of of Welsh rugby in the seventies, he was an absolutely pivotal figure as as both player and coach. So, big uh, big congratulations there, and then Shane as well, which you know what a what a player he is. You'd love to see him. You'd love to see him. I'd love know, to see it? a player like Shane in the back line. Again, he's such a such an exciting. Giles has been there. Do you think he is the new Shane? I mean, to no. Go off the I don't think. They're no, exactly no, they're, they're they're very very different, aren't they? But it's um, basically the moment we see someone that's exciting and runs, you, yeah. you, 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 people make the link, don't they? But yeah. I think there's only one Shane. Yeah, I agree. And what a Personally. player! Uh, what a player he was. Yeah. The best, uh, best you've seen in your lifetime in a Welsh shirt. Um, he's yeah, he's right up there, really. I mean, what he, the way he was able to create things out of absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that he was a he was a scrum half, wasn't he? And then and then converted. Yeah. You know, converted to. Uh, well, you got wheels like that though. To wings. Just was so quick. Yeah, they're so, so quick they're, they're the so different though, aren't they? Aren't positionally. Um, yeah. yeah. He has got. He's he'll go down as he's been. A sensational player. It was a sad day when he hung up his boots. Yeah, he's an all-time, uh, an all-time great. Shane. Yeah. Well, he, he hung them up for a bit though, didn't he? Because he dusted them off for the Lions tour, and yeah. he's out playing again. So uh, yeah, you can't keep a good man down. But yeah, again, big. He had a game player. for uh, he had a game for his club side, didn't he? Hammond for yeah, he did. Yeah, and, and uh, Gareth Cooper wound back the years. Yeah, I see Gareth Cooper's on, back. Yeah, apparently he played really well. Did he? Yeah, he looks fit as a flea. But he's got a gym, isn't he? I've seen, and he's oh, he? he's got a gym. I think in Bajend, yeah. Um, he was another, another quick player, wasn't he? Gary? Very, yeah, very, very pacey, and a lot of, uh, yeah, big legs, and he a lot of power there. Yeah, better myself actually, but without the pace. Yeah. Uh, right, Premiership roundup this week. Get some uh, some interesting results uh, in there. It's all starting to it's all starting to take shape now, isn't it? So uh, a win at last for for Newport. You know, not been too many of them this uh, this season, but they they managed to to beat Llandovery at. A new, a new start there. Well, it's the most recent result, isn't it? It makes, makes perfect sense to start there. Uh, but at the top of the table as well, it's uh, it's it's still starting to to get quite to get quite fascinating as well. So Aberavon having lost their their kind of winning streak, only managed to get a draw. Yeah, picked up a draw. Yeah, yeah. It's been a few been a few draws recently, and that. You feel like they'll think that's an opportunity missed there. Well, a tough, you know, tough place to go. But having lost the week before, I think they would have very much wanted to bounce back with a bounce back with a win. And Merthyr picked up a win. Yeah, Absolutely big win, wasn't it? Battered, big, big win. Forty-five points. Yeah, that's a that's a big old margin. And yeah, you know, you got to look at that, especially when RGC lost. Like we said, it was going to be a tough trip to to cross keys. I, they came away. We yeah, both, we both, we both thought RGC would have that, didn't we? Did, so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, brilliant, for, off, brilliant for cross keys. Hats yeah. off to cross keys because that's a that's a big result. But what it does at the top is it makes it all very very interesting as we get kind of down towards the down towards the business end. Yeah, and the uh, and the seat and the table uh, splits into splits into two. Well, Merthyr now with that big win will be. Uh, will be really looking forward to the next game, won't they? Yeah, they will. So yeah, it's all uh, all starting to all starting to take shape uh, in the Premiership. Like I say every week, though, I'm just intrigued to see how it goes when it when it splits into two. Because it's such a it feels like a weird scenario 
where you've got two mini leagues taking place yeah. for the the latter half of the season. Yeah, I don't quite know how that's going to work out. But I don't know, but the top half's going to be fascinating. Yeah, it'd be really, really interesting to to see who's going to come out on top. Have you got a prediction for who's going to who's going to take the title? I've got a feeling Merthyr are going to. Yeah, do it. well, it's a strong squad, isn't it? And with all the investment yeah. in it, you wonder whether that might be. Well, in, it's, in, you get, there's going to be more and more injuries coming up now, and they've got a lot of strength and depth, haven't they? Um, so I can I can just see them, you know, keeping well, getting stronger and stronger. I wonder whether though the the high tech pitch they've got and used to playing kind of rugby on mm. on that as we get into the the depths of the Welsh winter, whether that might be a more difficult. A more difficult scenario when you've got a lot of away trips in less, you know, in uh, sorry, more challenging conditions. Yeah, it could do. Um, yeah, it could do. But I suppose they're if they're picking up if they're picking up big wins at home because they know how to play that pitch, yeah. then they'll have confidence going into those games. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think they're definitely going to be they're definitely going to be a hard team to, to beat from here on in. I think the the squad depth. And yeah, they've got a, they've got some good wet weather players as well in there, so. Well, they've, they've, yeah, they've, the, the coaching setup as well, I think, is uh, yeah. is pretty key. You know, a couple of wily, wily characters they could, hanging yeah, they, out with uh, with the chief. So they could bring they could bring him on in, in the wet conditions, couldn't they? Love to see Off that. you go. Absolutely love to see that. And just finally, to finish on some uh, some transfer news. So the Liam Williams saga kind of rolls on. Still haven't got any definitive answer on that. Still convinced he's going to go. Yeah, he's. I, I feel yeah, he's going to go as well, isn't he? I mean, I just think that the money's going to the money's going to talk at the end of the day. Probably they'll probably be upping it after his performance on yeah. on Saturday, aren't they? Whatever happens, he's proven he's worth he's worth that kind of money, isn't he? To, Big bucks, yeah. To bring him over, he's an absolute class act. Uh, Dan Baker signed a new deal at the Ospreys. Yeah, how long was that for? Uh, three years, I think. Three years. So, yeah, I, I think yeah, I take some leads to twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think so. You'd be pleased with that. Yeah. Just feel like there's we haven't seen the best of Dan Baker yet. I think you see some good performances, but I'd love to see I'd love to see him really push on and yeah, it's more in, just more in defence I think and uh, him being all around the park. We all know what he can do carrying. Yeah, it's just the other aspects, isn't it? Yeah, so well, yeah, yeah it's great news for him. Yeah, yeah, well, good to see him sticking around in Wales as well. And then finally, Ryan Lambman is linked with a move to the Scarlets. Yeah, that'd be hugely disappointing for uh, the Dragons. But is symptomatic of what's going on there. Really, no money, can't keep the best players, can't attract any new talent. Yeah, it's time and time something. again, isn't it? It is, and without without that investment, it's only it's only set to continue. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Um, it doesn't look as if anything's anything's in the pipeline there either, does it? Really, there's been no real inkling of. There hasn't even been any rumours or anything, has there? Which they, Not they, for they, they usually is. And the club's been up for sale since yeah. the spring. Yeah, so, desperate times. Yeah, it is. I really I'm, hope something happens there, but I'm very, very worried about it at the moment. And that's, you know, that kind of transfer news. While it's only one player, very much feels like it's it's kind of a, a microcosm of what's yeah. going on in the club as a yeah, whole. Yeah, it is sadly. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed that there will be some uh, some investment further on down the line. But on that uh, on that kind of rather disappointing note, brings us to the end of this week's pod. Oh, um, is oh. it one 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 or, extra or point? Or does there. it? No, we're back. Um, yeah, it was a great win on uh, on Friday night for uh, for the Wales women beating the UK Armed Forces. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
looked like it was a pretty uh, pretty emotional evening down in Cardiff. Yeah, well on the on Remembrance, on Remembrance Day, Day yeah. yeah, with some uh, some great running some great running rugby on display. So I think if um, if you're looking for some uh, some attack, it might be worth watching the women. Yeah, I think you're quite right actually, and that's uh, that's quite a nice positive note to to finish on actually. And the the strength of the of the women's game, not just in Wales but in the UK as a whole. It's really gathering momentum, and I think it's something that we'd like, you know, certainly like to have a look at on one of these podcasts further yeah, on down the line. I definitely think we should. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is, and yeah, long, long may that continue. So yeah, yeah. that's a much more positive note to finish on, isn't it? Yeah, we have I'll to like get that. it in there. Yeah, good, nice, uh, nice save there, there, Dan. Appreciate that. No problem. Anytime. Perfect. Right. Well, that does bring us to the end of uh, of this episode of the Attacking Scrum. Again, as always, leave us a review on iTunes uh, or uh, share. Uh, Share it word of mouth, old school, tell your mates in the pub, tell your mum, tell whoever, whoever you think might be interested to give uh, to give us a listen. And as always, get in touch at Attacking Scrum, facebook.com forward slash Attacking Scrum. We'll speak to you next week. Yeah, they'll all come to meet me, arms reaching, smiling sweetly. It's good to touch the green, green grass. Sports Social Podcast Network.